Welcome back to Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I'm your host, Jason. Today on System Sunday, we're going to discuss Magnum Fury, the action movie role-playing game. This is from Lakeside Games, written by Leonard A. Pimentel. Leonard, if I butchered your last name, I apologize for that. It's the same system that's used in Six Gun Fury, a Western, and Black Star, which is a space game that just came out uh, of May of 2023. But today we're going to look at Magnum Fury. Now, there's some other games that Leonard has worked on that you can get through Lakeside Games. Probably the most famous is called Powers and Parag- or I'm sorry, Prowlers and Paragons, which is a supers game. But like I say, today we're going to discuss Magnum Fury. There's a link in the show notes to the Drive Through RPG page for Lakeside Games, so you can check all those different things out. Magnum Fury is pretty specifically set for one-shots, and I think it's pretty well suited to that. I have not played this. I've, I've read through it. I intend to run it, but typically for one-shots, I use the 1PG system by Deep 7 Games, and, and this is pretty similar to that, but there are some things this does that I like, and I'm going to give it a shot. The book is 24 pages. It's a PDF. 19 of those are rules. One page is the cover, one page is the title page, two pages are the OGL, and one page is the uh, character sheets, and you get two character sheets on that page. The book is in landscape format, which we know gives John over the Red Dice Diaries fits, but it's a PDF. It's not available as POD, so landscape is maybe a little more forgivable in that sense. The art is pretty good. It's very reminiscent of Tim Bradstreet and his art. So if you like that kind of art, then you'll like the art in the book. The art isn't overpowering. Once we get into the rule sections, there's a fair amount of quarter-page art pieces, but there are no full-page spreads aside from, like, say, the cover and whatnot. So the it's pretty efficient in the way it sets things up. There aren't very many tables in here. This should be pretty accessible to, to readers, uh, screen readers, I mean. It is mostly one or two columns, depending on the page. It is written in a very conversational manner. I laughed out loud once or twice. It has a number of play examples that are pulled right from the kinds of movies it's trying to emulate. It's a really quick and easy read, and the system looks like it would run pretty well. It's very quick to make characters. So if you're going to make a character in this game, all you have to do, there are only six steps to making your character. Number one is you determine your character's style. And the style could be cerebral, cool, dangerous, funny, resourceful, smooth. There's a number listed in here, right? The next thing you're going to do is you're going to pick your career, a current or former career. These are anything from bodyguard to soldier to street fighter to monster hunter, federal agent, whatever. Police detective. Insert career here. After you have your career, you're going to assign ranks to your abilities. These are your ability scores. There are 10 abilities in this game. That sounds like a lot, but you'll understand why here in a minute. 
So you have 10 abilities. You have muscle, moves, brains, wits, mouth, fists, knives, guns, tools, and rides. The only ones that I, they, they do what this says on the tin, it's really obvious what you use each one for. The only one that might be a little bit confusing are brains and wits. Brains are smarts, also career-related academics and science, where wits are how alert, aware, and generally perceptive you are. You, each of those is going to have a score between one and five. Okay, five is the best in the world. You can only have a five in one thing. And then a one is untrained. They give you a couple arrays of scores you can use. You know, really simple. Next is drive. You're going to pick one drive and one flaw. A drive, there's a bunch listed. You just pick one. It could be something like career. You've got a job to do and you're going to see it done. It might be a death wish. You're hoping your luck will run out eventually, ending your pain. It might be a paycheck. There are worse ways to make a living, probably. Thrills, survival. All, there's a whole bunch of drives. And then the flaw, typical, you know, it's typical flaws in these kind of things. It might be addiction, it might be flashbacks or guilt, it might be a, that you have notoriety, it might be a relationship of some sort, it might be that you're wanted. A whole bunch of flaws are listed here. And I'll explain when those come into play later in the game. They come into play in, in the grit system. The next thing you're going to do is describe your character. And like it says here, this is just a game, so make Hemingway, Hemingway proud and keep it short and sweet. And the last thing you're going to do is pick your name. So, you know, any game that wants you to give the name last has its affairs in order, and I appreciate that. Um, they do recommend, because you're talking about an action movie, that you pick something laden with testosterone, with hard consonants, and a few syllables. Something like John Steele, Jack Stone, or Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Now, as far as advancement goes, typically you're only going to use this character in a one-shot, so you're not worried about advancement. But if you do want to advance, use the player character again in a different adventure, then they recommend you just change out the drive and flaw for a different drive and flaw, and maybe change the style, and, and that would show character growth. Now, there are rules in the back of the book if you want to do a longer-term campaign with this game but basically it's designed for one shots and if and they give examples here though actually so if that sounds kind of anticlimactic just switching out a couple things without your ability scores they also say you could you could take one point away from your abilities and add it to a different ability if, if you're just using them effectively in a sequel movie in a second adventure but if you think about it like in lethal weapon mel gibson's character goes from a death wish in the first movie and then he motivations different in later movies right so it, it kind of makes sense okay now let's get to the rules basically this is built around 2d6 you roll 2d6 if you get seven or less it's a failure eight to ten is a costly success and 11 or more is a full success but you get to add your your ability that attribute score you get to add that score to your die roll so that's the basic system. Uh, costly success, you know, it's up to the GM what that looks like, but typically you, you're you going to succeed, but you'll take a long time, make a lot of noise, you'll break the tool that you're using, 
Um, maybe you have to spend a gr point of grit. Again, we'll talk about grit later. But, you know, th this pretty basic system that we see in a lot of games, there's advantage-disadvantage mechanic. With the advantage-disadvantage mechanic, you just roll three dice and keep the highest two or three dice, keep the lowest two. You th It can stack. So you could end up with extreme advantage or extreme disadvantage where you'd roll four dice and keep the highest two or keep lowest two. It talks about PvP. Friend of the show, Carl, from the Geomologist Presents will appreciate this. They, they have basic rules for PvP, and, and they're really simple. Um, basically, you each player rolls, and then whoever rolls the highest normally would win, but you, you compare the score, you subtract the scores from each other and you compare it to a chart to see, because most of the time it's just going to end up being a draw. Combat that is really simple. Bad guys are either mooks or they're villains. Mooks are handled in groups, usually two to four. And when you're fighting them, if you, you succeed in that combat against them, you, you take the whole group out. When the only difference is when mooks attack you, you're disadvantaged in defending because there's multiple people attacking you. Villains are treated more like heroes or individuals, and they they can take a number of wounds before they're knocked out, depending how tough you want the villain to be. Um, initiative in here and 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 the round the combat round sequence is really simple. In a one-shot, I don't think this is an issue, and especially in something emulating action movies, the more I think about it, it makes sense. But it's not an issue system I would normally use. Basically, unless your characters are ambushed, the player characters go first. They select one hero to go. Then the GM selects one bad guy or one bad guy group to go. Then a hero goes, then a bad guy goes, and a hero goes, and a bad guy goes. Th that's the initiative system. Now, that sounds kind of meh, but think about action movies, especially from the 80s. You know, we're, we're, we're seeing the fights, then we pan over, see another fight, then come back. And so so the more I think about it, it'll work fine for this game. Uh, and again, this is built for, you know, that one-shot pickup game kind of thing. Um, and I'm not going to go through all the rules in here. There, there are rules in here for using your environment. There are rules in here for outgunning your opponent or being outgunned by your opponent, things like that. Um, vehicles work basically the same vehicles are you know chases are really simple um, they don't go into vehicle statistics at all your ride either is about the same as your enemies or it outclasses the enemies or it's outclassed by the enemies and it and and that just ends up being giving you advantage disadvantage for a chase effectively you have to get three successes to to win the chase or to chase, you know, chase something down. They, they have rules for disease, drugs, falls, you know, other hazards, all that kind of thing. Grit. So I keep mentioning grit. Grit is effectively your hit points, but you can also use your grit to do other things. So grit is a bunch of things rolled up together. It's health, determination, and luck. You start with 10 points of grit normally, and if you get hit, you're going to lose some grit. If you get to zero grit, you're knocked out of the game for that session. Now, other there's an option here. Other characters can burn some of their grit to bring you back into the game if you're knocked out. You can also use your grit to get a piece of gear, a special piece of gear you might need to do a reroll. Um, there are a couple other things you might use it for. You can regain that grit by, by invoking your drives and flaws and... There are other ways to do it, 
right? Also, by getting in, in fights, whether you win or lose those fights, you get grip back just for kicking butt because that's what action movies are about. Uh, there's a good section in here about how to run effectively pickup games based on action movies. Some really good advice that, that I really like the GM advice in here. There's a section on how to a table to roll basic plot lines, things like that, and that's fine. There's a, a section on doing more relationship style games. Effectively, they talk about is t- if your game is more about relationships or if you want to run you know, a series of games, that's more like a TV show than a movie. And movies, you know, action movies don't have time for all that kind of stuff, but TV shows are more about the relationships and the action scenes because budget. And they go into how to do that, which is really nice. And effectively what they tell you is they they don't give you game mechanics to do it, but they, they describe a process where the characters are effectively going to bounce off each other and, and role play through those conflicts and tensions. They talk about adapting it to sci-fi or fantasy settings if you want to. Um, there's a small section on doing characters with special abilities or powers, although that's not really the focus of this game. And then there's a few rules hacks at the end, optional rules. You know, more rules if you wanted to run a longer-term game on experience points and things like that. And then at the end of the book, there's a section on talents. And what talents are is they're based on the different styles. And they're they're just special little bits based on those, on the different... You get one on one talent based on your style and one talent from any style. And again, this is optional, but these are anything from quick draw to intimidating to crazy strong. There, there's just a bunch of different things in here. So like I say, it's pretty simple and I didn't go super in depth in this, but it's a pretty quick read and I think it would work really well for running action movie one shots. So that's Magnum Fury. I do recommend it from first reading it. I've Again, this is just a observation from reading through it. I haven't played it, but I do hope to get the table soon. I will be back later this week with another show. Until then, be excellent to each other.